I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm Christy Code Red. Happy to be here with you. I'm enjoying my podcasting more and more and more. I'm getting more comfortable with it. I'm getting, well, it's a lot more pressure, I guess, with the webcam or maybe just because I don't want to redo my podcast. And, you know, when I was just recording the audio, the podcasting guys, if I messed up, they could take the mess up out of there. But now that it's like, I'm hanging it all out for the world now, like here it is right here. So you know what I didn't do? Oh, I wanted to pull this up. Let me pull it up right now, you guys. I was going to read some of the feedback from the podcast on, on iTunes, right? Let me see here. Oh, I always, oh, here we go. Here we go. See, boy, I have almost 300 ratings so far. All right, let's read this one. Uh, guys, I've not read these ahead of time. This is from Jan Ann Row One. Jan Ann Row One. She gave me five stars. Thank you, Jan Ann Row One. <laughs> I don't know if it's Jan. I don't know if it's Jan Ann, but she gets it. I look forward to listening to the new podcast weekly. Episode 16 this week blew me away. It's like you were preaching directly to me. Definitely the message we all need to hear. I learn something new all the time, even though I've been doing Code Red for over a year now. Christy is the best. Ah, Her no-nonsense, choose-your-heart approach to weight loss is something that everyone who has ever struggled to lose weight needs to hear. Keep producing these awesome podcasts. Well, I got so much money invested in between the podcasting agency and my microphone, and <laughs> I got to keep going. <laughs> I got to keep going. I have no choice. All right. This is Monica P23, Monica, five stars, best advice that anyone could give, real honest advice. And if you feel embarrassed, it's because it's the advice you need. Go get them, Christy. Thank you, Monica. I love it. You're so great. Let's see here. Stevie Lynn, 36. Uh, this podcast is my weekly lifeline. Oh my gosh. I wait for it every Tuesday. Actually, it's Wednesday, but thank you. It used to be Tuesday, but guys, now it's dropping on Wednesdays, so it doesn't interfere with my YouTube videos dropping. This program has changed my life so much already, and I can't wait to share about it. I love how real Christy is. She's not giving me a bunch of My Little Pony cotton candy fluff. <laughs> I love it. She is telling me the truth and she's pushing me to be my best self in all areas. I feel like she's talking directly to me because you know what? She is my question. She has a question. We'll get to questions later. You know, I guess I could answer it now. My question is, what do you do if the scale is stuck? You know, you're following the rules to a T, but man, it just doesn't want to bulge. <laughs> it doesn't want to bulge a Freudian slip. Also, what if you like exercise but you always stall or gain the next day. All right, she's got four questions here. Let me just answer the first one. My question is, if the scale is stuck and you know you're following it to a T. So my first question for Stevie Lynn 36 is, do you have a custom program? Because if you are stuck with a custom program, your certified coach is specially trained to get you unstuck, all right? In his or her coaching manual, they will get you unstuck. That's why a custom program is the way to go. 
That's what we do. We get you unstuck, and we have lots of ways to get you unstuck. If you don't have a custom program, assuming you don't or you wouldn't even need to ask this question, the top three reasons, I'll say this, because I can't troubleshoot everything because I don't know anything about you. The top three reasons for a weight loss stall, lack of sleep, lack of water, being sloppy with your food. The problem is people always say this to us. They go, I don't know what's going on. I'm perfect. I mean, like I'm doing everything right. I'm drinking all my water and my food is perfectly, it's on point. I'm not cheating. I'm doing, you know, I mean, I'm only getting four hours of sleep at night, but still I'm doing everything right. What do we always say? You ain't sleeping. You ain't losing. If you are missing the mark on sleep, you will not lose weight, period. End of sentence. End of story. That's the bottom line. It doesn't matter what your bullcrap excuse is on why you're losing sleep. And it might not be a bullcrap excuse. You might be losing sleep because you got a loved one in the hospital. You might be losing sleep because your baby is colicky. You might be losing sleep because your oldest son just went to jail and you're worrying about him. Like it might not be a bull, like a bullcrap excuse, but it is the reason that you're missing sleep. But the reason doesn't matter. Your body doesn't say, oh, I know you just put your dad in the nursing home. I know you're sad. Here you go. Here's another 1.25 pounds off this morning. Here you go. You can't reason with physiology. You can't reason with biology. Guys, you ain't sleeping. We've gone through this before. So that's what I'm talking about. Lack of sleep, lack of water, or sloppy with your food. Sticking something in your mouth if you allow your children to eat goldfish crackers with high fructose corn syrup, by the way. It's absolute garbage. Don't do that to your kids, guys. You're poisoning your kids. But anyway, if you allow your kids to have goldfish crackers and you take a handful out of the box and you put them on their little plates with the little Dora cartoon characters, right? And one falls on the ground and you scoop down and you get it and you pop it in your mouth or one slips into the sink and you grab it and you pop it in your mouth. That's the kind of crap that will stall you because it's not just one. It adds up over and over and over. One plus one plus one plus one. One nibble, one piece, one drop, one gram, one grain, one little whatever. That's what I call being sloppy with your food. You know how many times you actually do that throughout the day? Weight Watchers calls them BLTs, bites, nibbles, licks. Yes, I was right. Bites, nibbles, licks. That's what Weight Watchers call. I'm not a Weight Watchers fan, but that is a clever little thing that they have. Anyway, those are the things that add up that will stall your weight loss. So I just ask you, Stevie, that you just reevaluate the three big things. Lack of water, lack of sleep, sloppy with your food. And from there, it's hard for me to troubleshoot. And it would not be prudent for me to troubleshoot. I don't know anything about you. I have not, we have not medically screened you like we do in our custom programs. We have not looked at your medical history and your medications. You might be taking something that is not right. I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine real food, water, and sleep would contraindicate anybody's medical situation. I don't know, but maybe it does. So that's what I would say to you. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to give you, I can't give you a more detailed answer. I just don't know anything about you. So anyway, thank you for the reviews. I'll try to do that every time, but I don't remember until I hit the button to start recording. And then here I am trying to pull up my phone. I got my mom boxering me and I got, you know, 
I got my sister sending, Carrie, my sister, she'll send me just songs. Like she'll write these songs and she'll sing them for me. And they're hilarious. As I've told you guys before, my sister Carrie is the funniest human being on the face of the planet. And it'll be just these funny songs that she writes on the spot. And so I love them and I'll see them come through. So I need to not mess with my phone while I'm doing podcasts. All right. So guys, thanks for being on here with me. I'm, I'm really glad that you're loving this. I'm glad that you are going back and re-watching and re-listening to old episodes. I do the same thing for my podcasting favorite people. And uh, I just highly encourage you to share this. I highly encourage you to get, if people want to know all about me, my gosh, turn on the YouTube. We have a YouTube recording now of, of me doing the podcasting. And then of course we have the regular just podcasting recording that you just carry around with you or listen while you're driving or listen while you're getting ready for work. Let your kids listen. I'm not going to say anything bad. I mean, I'm not going to say anything bad as far as I don't curse or anything, but I think that your kids need to listen to me. So thank you. Thank you for spreading the word. And guys, always, always understand that you need to be on a 10-pound takedown challenge. 10poundtakedown.com. That's what you need to be doing. Get to the challenge. Get on the next challenge. Especially if you're thinking about doing this. I'd actually rather you first go through a challenge than just get a custom program because that way you're not going to be shocked by my personality. That's the problem. The problem is that people, they don't know about the tough love approach. They don't understand that there is no negotiating with me. You don't come onto my program and then argue with me or my coaches. Like, are you kidding me? That's not going to be tolerated for a split second. Like not even this much. So when they like, oh, but let me tell you about what we do in my keto group. Well, let me, oh, oh, what my doctor told me this. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, we ain't rolling like that. No, you are not going to get over. I mean, you'll just flat get shut down. I'm not even going to bother. I got thousands of people that were coaching to better health and hope. I'm not going to tolerate you arguing with me if you ain't ready. And you know, I look at somebody who is 75 pounds overweight and they're arguing with me about my program. I'm like, you're 75 pounds weight or overweight. Whatever you were doing before wasn't working or you wouldn't be here. So I don't know what the heck. So it's really good for people to come on the challenge and spend 30 days with me just seeing if this is going to be a good fit for them before they invest in a custom program. The custom program is hands down the best way to go. And you can skip to the front of the line and you can get a custom program. But I really like for you to go through a challenge. It's not a numbers game for me, guys. I don't need your money like you. Like, oh, I just want to get your money. I just want to get your. No, I want you to succeed on this. And it's so much easier for me if you go through a challenge and maybe you realize this is not the right fit for you. It's easier for everybody that you step away at that point than go through a full on thousand dollar custom program. Three full months of intense coaching and turning in your weight every Friday and having that high expectation that I have of you and your coach has of you and somebody riding you and somebody all over you like white on rice, it's so much easier if you go through the challenge and figure it out then than figure it out too late, you know? So I just want to encourage you guys all. That is available to you, 10poundtakedown.com. You know, talking today about being the first to go and setting the standard. There, Rhonda Conger has a, has a book called You Go First. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm swapping those words around and I'm saying, be the first to go. Now, 
anytime I ever go to a conference or a workshop or I'm in a mastermind group or I'm in a church Bible study or I'm in CrossFit class or anything like that where there's a group of people and a leader at the front, you know, and the leader says, we're going to go ahead and go around the room and introduce ourselves. And we just want to get to know you. Tell us who you are, where you're from and what you do. You better believe that she's not even going to get that whole sentence out before I throw up my hand and be like, right here, I want to go first. I want to go first right here. I want to go first. I'm not obnoxious about it, but man, I mean, I'm the first one to throw up my hand. And you notice that nobody ever wants to go first. Nobody ever throws up their hand. I'll go first. I mean, I'm cool about it. Like, yeah, right here. I'll go first. And you know, that's always how it goes down. When I was in junior high, I had a hearing loss and when we didn't know about it. And so I always sat at the back of the class when it was alphabetical order, because my last name started with a T. And so I couldn't hear. And since my hearing loss was discovered when we realized I was deaf in one ear, I started sitting in the front of the class. So I sit in the front of the class all through high school and college, even though the professor had a microphone and it was a giant auditorium, I always sat in the front of the class and it didn't have anything at that point to do with my hearing loss, but it was because I wanted to be the first one in line. I wanted to be the first one next to the professor. I wanted to be the one that had the first piece of the action. I'm always the one that's the first one in line. Like, not if there's an old person. Look, if you got an old person, like, I, I, if I got an old person, you know, like a walker, and they're trying to make their way through the door, I am absolutely going to wait. I'm going to make sure they get through the door. I'm going to hold the door for them. I'm probably going to put my hand on their shoulder, maybe right on their back. I might do a little squeeze. I love old people. I mean, I'm going to make sure I take care of old people, you know, and ladies with kids. I kind of have a, a, or parents, not just ladies, parents with kids. I got their hands full. I like to step up and help them out, you know, getting into whatever situation they're in. Like that's not a time there I'm going to jump in front of somebody. I'm not going to be a jerk about it, you guys, but I am always going to be the first person in line, always going to be the first person that goes first. And you might be, I don't know what you're thinking right now. Like, well, Christy, why does she do that? The reason I do it, it might not be what you think. The reason I am the first to raise my hand, to be the first in line, the first one to do anything, is because I want to set the standard of what I expect in that room. I want to set the standard of excellence. I know that I am excellent. I know I am vibrating at a higher level. And I want the group that I'm in to vibrate up to my level. So by me stepping up and going the first to introduce myself, being the first to introduce myself, I am standing up, which you should always do when you address a crowd. Always, never sit down. Guys, there are people that can't freaking hear you in the back. Make eye contact. I'm always gonna step up. I'm always gonna rotate my body towards the majority of the group. There might be someone behind me. I just can't help that part. I'm always going to make eye contact with that group. I'm always going to smile. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Christy Code Red. I live in Boise, Idaho. I am in the weight loss. I own Code Red. I'm in the weight loss industry. I created a nutrition program that enables people to lose 10% of their body weight every month without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise. I live in Boise, Idaho with my husband, Miles, my dog, Annabelle. We love being in the mountains. We love mountain biking and snowshoeing and snowboarding. We love to travel to Europe. We love to snuggle with our dog, Annabelle. She's the love of our life. I'm really glad to be here with all of you. I'm looking forward to getting to know each of you. 
Because what did I just do? I just set the standard of what I expect out of the rest of the group. I set the standard out of what I expect them to say. And I promise you the group is going to, now they're going to stand up. Most of them will. Now they will say a little more, hey, instead of saying, hey, I'm Ron, I'm from San Diego, I'm in marketing. Well, no, first of all, Ron, nobody heard you in the back of the class. Second of all, you didn't even look at any of us. Do you even care? Third of all, how about you smile, Ron, because you look like a dead potato, all right? Like, what the heck is that, buddy? No, he's not. He's going to stand up. He's going to, you know, smile at us, possibly. Hey, guys, I'm Ron. I live in San Diego with my wife, Cheryl, and our two daughters. Great to be here with all of you. I'm in marketing. I've been in marketing for 30 years. I love it. I just come natural. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm now branching out into my own company. And I'm just excited to meet all of you. Excited to be here with you guys. That's so different than what he was gonna say, which was, Ron, I live in San Diego and I'm in marketing, all quiet, sitting down, can't even hear him, not even lifting his eyes up. I promise you, by me going first, I set the standard of excellence for that group. So everybody rises up and meets that level. I don't Hope this doesn't come off as conceited. Obviously, I'm in that group because I want to learn or whatever reason I'm in that group. I, I don't even know. I mean, I could set some scenarios for you, but I think you get that part. I'm there to learn. There is a leader. I'm not the leader. So I'm not trying to be conceited. I'm not acting like I don't know. I, I, but this, this I have figured out. And this is what I have discovered works. Now, how about being the first to go through a line? Okay, like Miles will make food. Like we have my family over or something, you know, if they're coming to stay at Miles, I've, you know, we call him Chef Miles because he's an outstanding cook, outstanding baker. He's very good. He's always experimenting. He makes wonderful meals. Well, Miles will make this wonderful meal. And you know, when you have company, a lot of times we'll set out the plates. So it'll be the plates right here, then the silverware, like the forks and the napkins, and it'll set out the main dish and the, the serving spoon and da 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 kind of like potluck style at church, right? Kind of down the line. So you take your plate and you step one step to the side and you just keep stepping to the side as you work your way and dishing your plate up. So Miles will lay everything out. It'll all be ready. And he'll say, this is even my family. Like, this is my family. This is not awkward strangers. You know, and he'll say, okay, well, dinner is ready, guys. We'd love you to step on up and dish up. Well, nobody goes. Nobody goes. Nobody wants to be the first. This happens at every single eating place, right? Like nobody wants to, maybe not the church potluck. I mean, I remember being so hungry when I was sitting in church and my dad was preaching and I was, I could smell the church ladies, you know, like taking the tinfoil off the casserole and heating things up and dear God, I was so hungry. Like I'm just, a, oh, I was so hungry, right? Well, so maybe, maybe in that case, you might be running to the front of the line, but if people just don't want to be the first to go through a line. And my theory is that they don't want to be the one that possibly makes a mistake doing something. You know, they don't know how much to dish up. So like going through a food line, right? Well, what if they take too much? What if they take too much chicken? What if they didn't, what if everybody judges them for how much they, you know, nobody wants to be the first person to make the first move. They don't. Nobody wants to go first at karaoke unless they've all been drinking and nobody cares. I don't do karaoke like that. I don't drink. I don't like to drink. But, but they don't know what the group, because they don't want to embarrass themselves, right? They don't want to be the one that makes the first mistake. What if 
their voice kind of sucks. And there are other people in the room that are actually like really, really good singers. And then they just made a fool of themselves. They never would have maybe stepped up if they would have known that everybody else is a good singer. Like that. Oh, I'm not singing in this group. Oh my gosh. You know, so nobody wants to go first. It's ridiculous to me. When did our confidence level get so low that we did not want to be the first to, to make a move? We didn't want to be the first to, to hit the pinata. We didn't want to be the first to present their speech. I mean, I, I just went to a speaking workshop in Milwaukee, and I was the first we're going to go around the room with somebody. Oh, here, here was the good example for, you know, we, we worked, it was a two day workshop. We did our presentation in three different parts, four different parts. And so we chunked it up into the intro. So the first part before they taught us anything was, why don't you just give us the coaches said your normal intro, just give us your normal intro that you would normally give to any presentation. And I kind of have my standard intro, you know, that I usually just give. I raised my hand. Yeah. Pat, I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead, Christy, step on up. So I gave my normal intro that I normally would give at a normal presentation without any training. I've never had training in speech. I've never had, except for everybody, like communications 101 in college, but that was like ages ago, right? So that took a lot of guts to go first because guess what? My intro was, I wouldn't say terrible, but it was all over the map. Believe me, it was all over the map. I mean, I was repeating myself. I was stuttering. I was, you know, like repeating things over and over. It was not good. I mean, I was not doing a good job. I was rambling on about things, you know, and so there were so many changes that needed to be made to my intro and I wasn't embarrassed about that. Okay, Christy, we're going to clean this up and tighten this up. They didn't say that. They were much nicer than me. Uh, oh, they were so they were so nice. They had a way of saying things to where you didn't feel stupid, but you improved, right? But somebody had to go first. Somebody had to be the one, the guinea pig, right? Be the one that was like, yeah, this is my normal intro. Tear it apart. That's what I paid you guys for. And Pat said, thank you for going first, Christy. I think it shows a low self-confidence when somebody doesn't want to go first. I don't think people want to make a mistake. I don't think they want to be the one that looks stupid because they care so much about what other people think about them. And I just don't because there's nothing that I can do or think or say this. There's nothing that I can do that's going to be so radically stupid or so like, even if it is, what if I stumble and fall? What if I fall straight on my face and I bust out my two front teeth? So what? I mean, people have done that before. To me, it's just not a deterring factor. Like thinking, well, what is someone else going to think in that room? Do you realize guys that they are worried too much about what you think of them to worry about what they must think of you? That is just wasting energy. And I'll do another podcast on that. But people just have this low self-confidence. They don't want to be the one that steps up and possibly is the one that makes some sort of mistake or possibly is the one that, you know, I don't believe that about myself. I think I'm pretty much good at whatever I do, good enough to pull it off, to at least get through it, to pull something off. And I know that I'll be good enough to at least rise, cause the room to at least have enough confidence to go next. My gosh, at least stand up, at least speak up in the room. And I think that by me going first, I'm raising the excellence and I'm, I'm raising the standard. I expect excellence from myself in everything I do. And I expect excellence 
from the people around me. I expect excellence from the other drivers on the road, from the other people taking the same class that I'm taking, from the other people in my gym. I expect excellence, of course, from my rebels. I expect it from my coaches, from the Code Red staff that I work with. I expect excellence from all the Code Red subcontractors. I expect excellence to be delivered from the graphic designer for Code Red, from the people in my church congregation, from my family members. I expect excellence from my dog every single day. I expect her to keep up with me on the trail. This kind of expectations, guys, it raises the level in the room. It causes people to vibrate at your level. And I don't want the energy in the room to go down. And by me going first, I can ensure that it's going to go up. By me going first, I know what's going to happen. Don't wait to see what other people are going to do. Don't wait. I don't want to be compared to the norm. All right. I'm not normal. I don't want to be compared to the normal and I don't want anybody around me to be normal. I mean, have you looked around lately? Have you seen what normal is? Have you seen that one third of our country, 100 million people are obese? Obese. I didn't say overweight. Actually, two thirds are overweight and 58% of all people have either type two diabetes or pre-diabetic. That is not a joke. I don't want to be compared to those people. Those are very sick people. They are on their way to sickness and disease and cancer. They are on their way. I don't want to be compared to that. So why? Because in the back of your mind, you're saying, well, I just want to, I don't want to stand out. I don't want to go first because I don't want to stand out. Why? Why don't you want to stand out? Why would you ever, ever want to blend in? Why would you ever want to be not noticed? Why would you ever want to go unnoticed ever in your life ever? To me, that is my worst fear. My worst fear is blending in. My worst fear is being normal. My worst fear is going through my life and just going through the motions. And that's what some of you are doing right now as you're listening to me. You're just being just inconspicuous. You're just being, you're blending in. You're just fading to the back of the room. You're fading to the group. You're fading in. There is nobody fading in here. I expect more of you than that. And you should expect more of you than that. We don't want any (laughs) wilting flowers. We want blooming flowers. We don't want people to just be, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Can you speak up? Because the world needs to hear what you've got to say. You have blended in all these years, all these decades, and it's a different day. It's a new day. It's time for you to step up your game and vibrate higher and vibrate at a frequency of up here. Stop blending in. Stop wanting to be normal. Do you truly want to be normal? I just want a normal life. Oh, I just want normal happiness. Baloney, I want an exceptional life. I want exceptional happiness. I want exceptional wealth. I want exceptional success. I want exceptional book sales. I want exceptional revenue each month for Code Red. I want an exceptional marriage. I want to be an exceptional dog mom, and I want her to be an exceptional dog. Normal is not okay. Mediocre is not okay. 
And for you to stand back and wait for somebody to go in front of you is not okay. Those days are over. It's a new day. No longer do you wait when someone asks for a volunteer. From here on out, from the time that you're listening to this and hearing my voice, you are the first one to raise your hand. You're the first one to take that first step forward. You're the first one to say, I'll go. Yeah, I got it right here. No, it's all right. Be the first one to jump in the lake. Be the first one. Show up early and sit in the front. Be ready. Step up your game so others will step up their game. There are some people in this world that are meant for absolute and total, exceptional, outstanding excellence. And that is me. Is that you? It's not enough for me to see it in you because I do see it in certain people. I see it in kids. When I meet kids, I will see that there are certain kids that really, really have, they're so special. They're so exceptional. And I just, I see it. I recognize it. I can feel it. I can feel the, my energy to their energy. I can feel the anointing on them. I can feel the call on their life. And that then I'm immediately just terrified that that light will be smothered. And that's scary to me. This could be our president in 30 years. What are we doing to our kids, guys? We've got to teach those kids to step up, step up, step up. We've got to teach our kids to not hide behind the other kids, to push their way to the front of the line, to not stand for being smothered, to not stand for being muted, to not stand for being covered up, being shushed. We've got to teach our kid that that's not okay. We got to teach our kids this and you guys got to learn that too. Maybe you have been smothered for a long time, decades, years, decades. Well, I don't care how old you are listening to this right now. You can start right now. And I'm not suggesting that you be a jerk to the other drivers and, and you guys all come to a four-way. Look, we have rules and laws. The guy that on your right always goes first. If everybody arrives to a, if two people arrive to a four-way, <laughs> if two people arrive to a four-way at the same time, the driver to the right has the right-of-way. I'm saying that. I know, I know. I'm not saying you gun it. If you're approaching a roundabout, the driver in the roundabout has the right-of-way. You have to yield to that driver, okay? I get that. You guys know what I'm talking about here because I'm speaking to somebody right now deep into your heart and the days of being muted are over. Be the first. Set the standard of what you expect. And if you are constantly hanging around a bunch of lowlifes that are dragging you down, you need to get out of that group. That's the wrong group that you need to be hanging around. They say if you're the smartest person in the group, get a different group. Yeah. If the people you're hanging around are smoking and drinking and committing crimes and sleeping around, being stupid, you need to find a different group, people that have better standards. Because you can find a better friend that has the same standards as you. Kids, are you listening to me right now? If your friend is always being stupid and, and dressing like provocatively, does everybody know what provocatively? Kids, do you know what provocatively sounds like? Means provocatively? If your friends, for the kids that the younger viewers that are listening to me, dresses where they reveal body parts and it makes you uncomfortable and it gets a lot of attention, that's not good for a child. Okay, short shorts, 
you know, things with a lot of exposed skin. And I know I'm going to get my hate mail over this. I don't care. We need some kids to start showing some modesty, okay? Kids, are you listening to me? If your friend is always trying to get you to wear shorter shorts or shorter skirts or show more skin or a little more makeup and you're too young or you're going against, maybe your mom and dad said you're too young for makeup and you get to school and you put it on, baloney. You need to get a different friend. That's bull crap, okay? Knock that crap off and start acting like the excellent person that you really are. That's bull crap. We don't do that. And if you're an adult or you're an older adult listening to me right now and you're laughing because I just made the reference to the kids, what are you doing? Huh? Are you blending in? The day is over. The time is over for blending in, guys. You be the first to go. You set the standard. Do you understand me? It is so important that you get this as early as you can. And if years and decades have gone by and you've just been this wilting flower, well, it's a new freaking day, all right? Let's go. My rebels, we do not stick our head in the sand and act like it ain't happening, okay? We tackle these problems head on. And that's what we do in the 10-pound takedown challenge. We tackle these problems every day. We root out the sugar addiction. We root out your drinking problem. We root out the fact that you're eating because you're bored or you have anxiety. We root out the mindless eating and mindlessly shoving crap in our mouth. We root out the fact that you're not taking your health seriously and you're running stupidly high A1C and you're running too high of blood sugars and you've got problems because of your health and you're on $1,200 a month of medication. We get to the root of that problem. Those problems, those issues, we call you out on it, not on the challenge, but we tackle this head on. We face these problems head on because ain't nobody else doing it. You know why? Because our society wants you to stay sick and fat to sell you another product, to keep you buying the pills, to keep you buying the memberships, to keep you buying the processed food that's delivered to your door, to keep you addicted. And Code Red steps up and we say, no more. We're done with that. You don't have to be a slave to the industry because industry wants to sell you more food. You see what they're doing? We get to the root of the problem. We get you freed from that horrible, horrible prison. I believe that industry wants to keep you addicted. And I believe that Code Red is the answer to the freedom. Guys, I want you to step up. I want you to go first and I want you to set the level of excellence. I want everybody watching this right now to try something today that they can do that is out of your comfort zone, perhaps, that is causing you to step up. Try it. Do something to raise the bar on yourself and the people around you. All right. Good to talk to all of you. Man, I love this. Good to talk to all of you guys. Join me next week for another podcast. Re-listen to the old podcast over and over and over if you have to. Ain't nobody judging you because of that. All right. Download this, share this, get the word out. As of this recording, I'm ranked in the top 30 of health and nutrition and weight loss podcast in the United States. That's pretty incredible, but it's all because of you. So thank you, but share, 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 share. If somebody, you know, needs to hear this. All right, guys, good to talk to all of you. Oh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. 
This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.